Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hello, friends. It's Coach Laura Erickson with BlondeRunner.com here, and I want to share some nutrition tips with you today. I'll be covering 10 ideas for you, and it will be as related to really fueling for exercise. Anything kind of around working out, that kind of thing, this is kind of the nutrition tips that I would give you. So the first one, I get a lot of questions about, like, should I eat before I work out in the morning? And the answer really depends on what kind of a workout you're doing. If you're doing something vigorous and you're going in the very early morning, I say roll out of bed and get it done. If it's something like a really long workout, you may need to get a little food in your stomach. And we'll talk about kind of better ideas for food. But I'm a big advocate for two-a-days. Sometimes I'll roll out of bed, do a four or five mile run in the morning, and then do a longer, harder workout in the afternoon. So oftentimes I'll roll out of bed and get the workout in. Um, Like I said, if it's a long workout, I may bring nutrition with me. But it really just depends on what I'm doing. But for the most part, I would say fast for that early morning workout. Um, as long as it's, I would say, before 8. You don't want to, like, get up and be doing things a lot of time before you eat. I think it's important to have round meals throughout the day. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, the second tip I have for you is eat carb a carb-protein combination within 10 to 15 minutes of exercise. I, I mean, this if you can get it in right after exercise... That will help improve your recovery. It gives you those nutrients that replenish, you know, the muscles and things like that. Um, hydration is key too right away. If you cannot hydrate during, it may be you're swimming or something, then I would suggest hydrating immediately after. With that carb-protein combination, um, I would suggest getting at least 150 or 200 calories. It really depends on what you did for your workout. But the key is to get it right away. I think people are tempted, you know, when they work out, they're trying to lose weight and they work out and they're like, I just burned all these calories at the gym. Maybe you're not tempted to go eat because you don't want to gain weight, right? But the best time to eat is right after exercise. You've depleted your glycogen stores, your glucose, maybe your blood sugar level levels down. And uh, another thing to think about, if you pre-plan what you're going to have right after, it's going to happen a lot quicker for you. Um, A lot of people will have protein shakes or things like that. I do suggest, like I said, a protein-carb combination where you have both. That'll slow the absorption of the sugar, but it also will give you the protein to rebuild muscle. So that's an idea for you. Um, third, Third tip that I have for you is eat small meals. Um, this, this will help not only with your body's ability to absorb nutrients from the food that you're having, but it will prevent that heavy stomach. If you're like me, you exercise more than once a day, then I would suggest those small meals because that will allow you to never run on that heavy tummy. Or um, it's also great for weight loss too, and it's great to, to maintain your blood sugar levels. I like to teach my athletes diabetic dieting, which is the small meals throughout the day with you know, being mindful of macronutrients. And we'll talk about that a little bit more, but making sure we're not just getting a ton of sugar at one time or things like that. And I know it's a little tricky when it comes to exercise and especially during exercise. You know, maybe we don't want as much fiber. We don't want as much of those kind of things while we're exercising. So I really believe in timing of foods. And so a lot of people I do, um, 
do uh, you know, look at their nutrient nutrients and what their in what their intake is and give them some feedback on that. So if you're interested in having that done, just um, message me and we can get that done. But I really think it helps to see you know what you're eating and when and what the timing of it. So I know we've all heard of the glycemic index, and there are some foods that are actually really good for you that are high on the glycemic index. The time to be getting the yams and those sweet potatoes and things like that or maybe after exercise, when we need to get those nutrients back in. Plus, they're high in potassium. We'll talk about that stuff a little more, too. So, another suggestion I would have, number four here, is to use easily digestible foods before, especially before a long workout. So, if, if you're in the morning, maybe we're fasting, we're not getting a lot there, but if we are doing like a long workout, maybe it's a, a Saturday long run, which a lot of people do their long runs on the weekends, then I would suggest getting something that's really easily digestible, like you would do for a race. So um, suggestions I have for those types of foods would be banana. I particularly love a cinnamon applesauce is really good. Uh, other things that are easily digestible are going to be like grains, like a granola bar, or a piece of toast, maybe with a little bit of peanut butter on it. The things that I would avoid before workouts is dairy. Dairy can cause gastric upset. And also just maybe oranges are okay, oranges and bananas, but I would avoid other kinds of fruit. Sometimes they can cause you gastric distress. They can cause, you know, irritation. And you don't want to have to go to the bathroom during a workout. So something, and that is a whole other podcast if you happen to have concerns when it comes to going to the bathroom with running or um, working out. We can definitely cover that on another podcast, but um, helping, you know, yourself by not having foods that are going to cause that are going to help. All right. Tip number five, and this kind of goes along with it, is avoid high fiber foods before long workouts. You definitely want fiber in your diet. You just don't want to have a big salad right before you're going to go running or um, maybe even beans are probably okay unless, you know, it causes a lot of you know, jumbling in your tummy, that might not be good. But if you're get, if you're used to having beans or legumes in your diet, it's usually not quite as much of a problem. But I'm just talking about the really roughage, you know, wait until after like a long run or something, go ahead and have the salad after because you tend to get dehydrated, even if you do replenish fluids during exercise, sometimes you do get depleted anyway, it's like a race. And so the fiber comes after the long workout. So definitely want it. You just want to time it right. Again, timing is key. Um, another thing that you want to do, this is probably one of the most important tips that I would give in terms of nutrition, is to stay hydrated. I know that we are, you know, of course, stay hydrated. It seems like common sense. But I can't tell you how many athletes um, end up getting hurt because they're so dehydrated. The muscles don't respond the way they need to be. They're not um, then they often get tears and things like that happen. So if you can stay hydrated and I like to teach what's called cellular, like staying hydrated at a cellular level. So a lot of people uh, back in college, when I ran, I ran for the U at, at the time I was running for the U, I ran for Utah state as well. And, um, and graduated there. But when I ran for the U, I remember my coach saying, we're going to race in Arizona and I need you to drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated. And so I like took that to heart. I drank water like nothing else. And I drank so much water that I became natremic. So basically I diluted my blood, all the electrolytes in my blood. I just, I was peeing all the time too. 
And this is kind of when I became aware of I really needed to have not only water, but I needed electrolytes. I remember in high school in AP um, anatomy class, learning, reading an article, we used to have to do uh, reports on articles. And one of them, it caught my eye, it said salt sucks. And that's true. Salt, it attaches to water. And so if you're not getting, if you're, if you're, it, deplete, it can deplete your nutrients. And it can also, if you get the right amounts, it can make you retain the water, which is a good thing, especially if you're trying not to get dehydrated. So, um, so the important thing is too, it's not just sodium chloride that we're talking about. We're talking about other electrolytes found, uh, found in our diet. And also it can be found in supplements. I particularly, as I've gotten older, I have noticed that I, that supplementation is more needed for me. And to think about it, you know, I don't think supplementation is needed for everyone, but I think athletes, we put ourselves in, in situations where we're really stressing our bodies. This is when it calls for maybe a little bit more, a little bit more of antioxidants like vitamin C and things like that. But we also could supplement with um, electrolytes. One of the products I love, this has made a huge difference for me, um, especially I did a back-to-back half Ironman one week in Hawaii and the next week I did it in Boulder and I was having big time cramping in my feet and calves. I had some of this product and boom, it was gone uh, within minutes and I was able to complete complete the half Ironman. So when you're stressing your body like that, there was travel in the middle of that and everything, that's when I discovered this product. So I really like to use, the, it's called Salt Stick and they have electrolyte capsules as well as electrolyte fast chews. At the time, having those fast chews to get into my body really quickly helped alleviate the cramps. So I did have a question about cramping and how to prevent cramping uh, on Instagram. I'm trying to recall who it was that asked that question. Um, anyway, it's answered here is um, the best thing to do is supplementation in my opinion or obviously eating a balanced diet helps. But if you, one of the, one of the reasons I like this product too, this salt stick, they have these little zipper pouches you can take with you with the fast chews. And so if you're cramping in something or during something, you can take it right away. I use it during, of course, long races. Like if I'm doing an Ironman and I've got a marathon at the end of that and I'm having any cramping, this takes care of it right away. So, cause it's hard sometimes to know exactly what you're having Usually when I plan my nutrition, you know, a, a good race is a well-executed plan. I, after the race, I see what has been taken and I see, you know, I had it planned out. Hopefully I got all I needed, but you never know how your body is responding to food. I don't know if you've noticed that when you're working out, sometimes it's like, uh, your stomach is a little sour. Maybe it doesn't, it doesn't process things as quickly as other times. And then when you're nervous, that can exacerbate that. So, um, I think it's really smart to take these packs with you. I, I use these for these fast shoes for hiking, for backpacking. I use them in my bento box. So when I'm riding for a long time, I have them trail running. I mean, especially if you're like an ultra person and you're out there for hours. Yes, you need electrolyte. The thing I like about this too is that it's chewable. It's like it's got and it's got everything you need in it. Not So it's not necessarily liquid. So it gets you right what you need without a lot of fluid, which... Fluid, of course, is important, but sometimes you need that punch, that good old electrolytes. Now, these electrolytes have, um, or electro, the fast juice have, well, and the capsules too. They have sodium, potassium, calcium, and magnesium. 
if having those, and they have them in the right combinations which absorb the way they need to. And obviously taking them with water is a good idea too. But it's just a more potent than like other, you know, electrolyte beverages. Um, they're not as sugary either. They, there's not hard. Well, I think the fast chews have a little bit of calories in them. Two grams of carbohydrate in a serving. There, you have about four an hour. Um, but with the salt stick caps, they have ones with caffeine, ones without. And we can talk about that another time uh, when caffeine should be used in training. Um, but with these, you take about three in an hour. So they're a little more potent on the capsules. I honestly utilize electrolyte every day um, now. Um, that's one of the biggest changes I've made. I always used to have it during training, um, you know, when I'm working out and, you know, during racing. But now I've discovered it's better just to have it through. I have it not the entire day, um, but I usually have four to six uh, tablets just outside of training throughout the day. And that it, I don't have problems. <laughs> so if you've ever had problems uh, swimming in the pool and you have cramping in your feet, Try these and see. Um, I will put a link below, and I do have a discount code for you, Run Blonde, for 20% off. So I always try to get you good deals on stuff that I really love. If I'm promoting the product, I love it. I'm asked to promote products all the time. I only promote the ones that I like. So if you're hearing about a product, I've tried them all. Trust me, I've been doing this, what, 27, 30 years? So I've tried a lot of different products. And um, that would be my next tip for you. So uh, is to try lots of different products, an assortment of products in your training. You should not get to a race and not know what you're, what you're going to be utilizing in that race in terms of nutrition. And I think it's really good to get your body used to trying all kinds of things. So, you know, does your body tolerate gels? Does it do better on fluids? Does it do better with, like, there's blocks, there's chomps, like more solid foods. There's uh, jelly beans that you can use that have electrolyte. You know, what works well for you? I even use regular foods, like, um, I like the peanut butter pretzels, or sometimes I'll use, like, I like the G2G bars. They're really good texture, and they're, they have the protein in them. So sometimes when I'm on my bike for hours, I need a little bit of protein in there. So that really helps. But take, you know... Pay attention and uh, what to what you're having. You know what foods work well for you. Now, I do want to say this. So, if you have tried one of the things, so so my hint, another tip here is that practice your nutrition during your workouts. Right? If you're not used to training with nutrition, maybe you've done short races and now you're going to move to a half Ironman or you're going to move to a half marathon or a marathon. Now, that gets a little different. 5K, 10K, you don't need much nutrition. But you start doing those longer events, and you will need nutrition. Now, when you first start using nutrition, you'll find that you might feel nauseous. You know, you're like, oh, that food didn't work well. And I would say keep trying those foods. You might maybe use a gel and it didn't sit well, but actually gels might be good for you. Maybe a block, maybe something more substantial will be better for you. But usually if you're not used to it, your body has a hard time. It's going to have a hard time at first. And that's normal. So don't think, wow, I got sick. I, it was the product. It might not have been. It might have been your just body isn't used to it. So the way I like to explain it, it's always better to get a lot of nutrition on the bike if you're a triathlete. Because you're, you're, you'll notice that your heart rate is lower. And that's because your muscles themselves are actually helping pump the blood. Now, when you're upright and running, it's a little harder to pump the blood. So the heart rate goes up a little higher. It's easier to, di 
the reason that you feel nauseous is because you're trying to, your, your body's going, okay, I've got food to digest. I only have so much blood and there's working muscles. So it's trying to divide the two and it doesn't make you feel good sometimes. As you start utilizing the food in your training, your body will start producing more blood to actually process the food. So at first, yeah, you'll get a little nauseous, but as you get used to utilizing that food in training, then it'll get better. And it, you won't feel that quite as much. But do try different things. I'm a big advocate for, you know, writing things down and having a, a training log. You know, document what's working. Write it all down and write down things you like and decide on flavors. You know, when you do a race, and I shared this one in my last Ogden Marathon uh, training podcast, um, you might like certain flavors or you might you might need to decide you know what are they serving I like to call it that what are they serving at a particular race you can you can find out what kind of product what kind of gel what kind of brand and then practice that in training too as you get closer to that event you'll want to train with what's actually on course but as a general rule I say try all kinds of things in your training just so you want to figure out what you like best and two your body is used to different things and if you know something's not working then you'll know, hey, I got to avoid that. Don't have that in a race. And you may have to bring your own product. So that's going to be important for you to learn. It's all a learning process. And your, your practice in your training should be your learning process. So when you get to that race and you tow that line, you know you have a plan in place and you know what works well for you. Um, all right. So tip number, I believe this is number eight. No, nine. Um, as I mentioned before, macronutrients. Pay attention to your macronutrients. Now, I'm not going to give you percentages. Everybody's a little bit different on carb, protein, and fat and what you should be having in your diet. But a lot of people tend to overdo, I believe, carbohydrate, especially as endurance athletes. We've, we've heard of carb loading and have a big old plate of spaghetti before racing. Um, they've found that having branched chain amino acids in your diet really help uh, with endurance. So making sure that you're balancing your food and you're not just heavy on just carbohydrate, you know, finding the benefit of the good fats, you know, and avocados and things like that. And then also getting that good quality protein in. Protein is the thing I see a lot of people lacking. I actually have a YouTube video on how to calculate your protein needs. So if you're interested, you can check that out on the blonde runner. Um, um, I have a YouTube there. So you're welcome to check that out. Like I said, before I forget, please subscribe and please get notifications if you want to be aware of when my next podcast is coming. I really, this is just getting started. If you find this helpful, please share it with somebody, make a comment, um, write a review, add this to your favorite podcast. All these things will help this podcast do better. And of course, I don't want to waste my time. I want to be helping you guys and doing more of these and making sure it's worth my time to do. So please do that. All right, so pay attention to those macronutrients. And um, another tip I would have is is don't over or under eat. I see both. I see people going, I really want to lose weight, and they're not eating enough to maintain their basal metabolic rate. You need at least 1,200 calories a day. Even if you're trying to lose weight, at least have that. If you don't, what your body does is it goes sort of into starvation mode, and then everything that you're eating um it stores as fat. So it's not what you want, right? You want to build muscle and it, your body loses muscle if you're not feeding it, if you're not supporting it, if you're not giving it enough calories. So it is really important to eat and to eat regularly. That'll help you lose weight too. If you're really trying to lose weight, 
I like to teach people how to budget their calories. So maybe if you're you're trying to lean down, but you don't want to over you don't want to over or under eat. You want to eat enough where you feel good. So I would suggest anywhere from 300 to 450 calories, depending on how big you are, if you're a man or woman, uh, per meal. And then, um, in addition to that, I suggest no more than 45 to 60 grams of carbohydrate for that meal. Um, and then I, I advocate three meals and three snacks a day. And so the snacks, I would say 150 to 250 calories with a max of 15 grams of carbohydrate. That prevents you from eating a lot of simple sugar. It makes you eat healthier foods, and usually they're a bigger quantity of food too in terms of, you know, the low calorie. But like a big salad won't give you a lot of calories unless you put way too much dressing on. Try not to do that. But um, if you kind of budget your calories, I think it's easier to kind of pay attention to what you're doing. The best way to really not overeat or undereat is to track your food. I love the MyFitnessPal app. You can find me on there and friend me. And we will, I can, you know, help you kind of have some accountability when it comes to that. Plus, if you're tracking it, it helps you get real with yourself. I think a lot of people think, oh, I know what an apple is. I know what spinach is. But they don't actually eat it like they think they're eating it. And then there's always a holiday. There's always something getting in the way where we're not eating as healthy as we could. But if we're, we're documenting it, we're getting real with ourselves there. So I highly suggest that. So just to kind of summarize the tips, um, fasting for early morning workouts. Two is eating a carb-protein combination within 10 to 15 minutes of the workout. No, no longer than 30, hopefully. It's way before that. 150, 200 calories like a snack would be. Um, eating small meals to allow for that easy digestion. Number four would be having easily digestible foods before pre, you know, pre long workout. Five is avoid the fiber before long workouts. Um, six and most important probably is stay hydrated on the cellular level. I do actually have an article on my website, um, cellular hydration. So if you want to go to blondrunner.com, just, um, plug in uh, there's a search feature you can plug in cellular hydration and learn more about it and I talk about elite or I talk about um, the salt stick product on there so um, number seven was practice your race nutrition during workouts you may get a little nauseous when you're starting to do that in your training but keep at it and document it the next one is try assortment of products in your in your training and then uh Ma uh, pay attention to your macronutrients and the last thing is don't overeat or undereat so there's a summary there and I'm hoping this was helpful for you please uh, like I said follow and share we're gonna try to get more pe people subscribed and if you have a question or comment or you have one a podcast you'd like me to cover please um you can contact me please send me a message um and you can go to my website at blondrunner.com I also coach people I'm starting a group training program so uh, it'll be starting shortly. We have quite a few um, different groups and other uh, things that I offer as a coach. So if you're interested in anything I have there, please visit my website. And thanks for listening in. And until next time, live well.